0: Good morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this Brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas. As usual, it's your girl Moki, the Pastel Bruja, aiding you on your spiritual journey. One Pastel post, podcast, YouTube video, however I can get it to you at a time. And welcome to day 17 of Podtober, where we are talking about my least favorite thing when it comes to spiritual things, the Ouija board. But I feel like no spooky month would be complete if we did not talk about it. So grab your tea, grab your coffee, your iced coffee, your hot cocoa, your lemonade, sweet tea, pumpkin spice, apple cider, whatever it is you're sipping on this morning, evening or afternoon. I hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and let's jump right into it. Boom! I'm so happy that I've been getting the intros under a minute. Let's jump into it. (laughs) All right, now that I did my little happy dance for getting the intro down, let's see if I can make this episode not super long for y'all. Now, like I said... Before, as I say this, I'm about to jump into a whole tangent, but <laughs> before I do talk about the Ouija board and its history and all the crazy things that have happened with it, I want to talk about why I don't like Ouija boards. One, I'm not a fan of anything that you can communicate really with the other side. I'm not a fan of mediums. I am not a fan of funerals, funeral parlors, more anything. You know where spirits are linger, lingering around. Not my vibe, because I believe in it so heavily. So a lot of people think that because I don't, I don't like Ouija boards. I'm a skeptic. Absolutely not. Mediums. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it because mediums are gonna come up a lot in this Ouija board talk. But I don't know if they're all legit. I think some kind of use like common sense and you know context clues but nonetheless uh I don't like I don't like that kind of stuff it freaks me out I shout out to my boss because she's into all of that stuff she also has like dolls shout out to the dolls oh my gosh I don't even know if I should have done that because (laughs) I know you're listening to this Ashley (laughs) don't play this around the dolls (laughs) oh my god should I delete that okay anyway i'm gonna leave it because i know that when she listens to this episode she'll get a kick out of it anyway <laughs> text me when you hear this actually <laughs> anyway yes i am not a fan my boss gets a kick out of it because i'm not a fan and like i said she is a fan but like I said, I do believe in it, and you you're probably like Moki, don't you? Binge watch Ghost, um, Adventures, Ghostbusters, all of that. <laughs> Is there a show called Ghostbusters? I think it's Ghost Hunters. <laughs> but yes, I do, and um, I think the reason that the shows don't scare me as much because one, I'm not there, um, two after a while they do start to scare me I don't I only watch them when my roommate is home or when I am at my parents it's like my dad and I's things we really do watch it my dad is super freaked out by it but we I've always I've literally grown up watching Ghost Hunters and then eventually Ghost Adventures with Jack because my with Jack with Zach because my dad is super into it but nonetheless it's because we've we believe we've seen and witnessed things my dad and I together apart that just don't make any other there's no other logical conclusion Um, oh I guess I can share that little story I'll share um, I'll share one of my stories and then I'll actually share a story from my grandmother so um, my dad and I oh I'll have three stories and then we'll actually jump into the Ouija thing so uh man maybe I should save these for my creepy stories oh but I'll I have one for my creepy stories hold on let me take a note for that sorry i know it's like a silent pause but i had to write that down so i don't forget to do that when i do my halloween stories because those two are creepy and they definitely have to be done on halloween but my dad and i uh so basically how my uh, i'll do this first one first and then i'll talk to you about the second one that my dad and i witnessed so in my apartment well the apartment that i grew up in back at home in new york my uh, the apartment that we lived in was actually formerly a nightclub in the apartment complex, so in my living room, we have a full wall to floor mirror uh a wall i guess I guess it, the whole wall is just mirrors um in the living room and a lot of times when people would come over like my friends for the first time, they either thought it was super cool or uh creepy <laughs> because you know for the spiritual aspect um So, you know, my parents and, um, specifically my mom made a very, uh, strong, like point. It was ritual in my house for us to cleanse these mirrors like once a week. And I don't just mean regular glass cleaner cleanse. Obviously we did that because we had a whole wall of mirrors and eventually two kids running around, my brother and myself. Um so there's a lot of handprints and stuff but also spiritually because you know i'll eventually do a whole either podcast episode or youtube video about um cleansing mirrors and such but because of this now we're not going to jump to the mirror story because we'll be here forever but there is a spirit at my parents old well at my old house where my parents live and it's a small a small it's a little girl that runs around in a white t-shirt and we i've my parents i've lived that in that apartment pretty much my whole life well my whole life not pretty much my whole life my whole life is well i moved out now so pretty much my whole life and yeah we would see her all the time i don't see her now um like with the past few times that i've gone up there like even like since i've moved out i haven't seen her i haven't asked my dad if he's seen her but uh yeah we would see her all the time and then there was also a man that would uh my so basically, how my house is set up is my dad has like his music studio in the living room. And oh my god, I hope I don't have bad dreams because of this because I'm getting heebie jeebies already. But uh, there would be like when you sit at my dad's computer desk and you're not really looking like in your peripheral v- vision, sometimes you would just see like a black shadow that looked like a man, uh waiting to go into my grandmother's room and I know that probably sounds very creepy and very scary but um what we think it is and what my grandma told me it was because at the time this was happening when she was still alive obviously uh my grandma used to obviously does tarot readings and she would have a lot of clients that would come and and get tarot readings at the house and eventually you know as I said when there was two kids running around they would be done in her bedroom. now. We don't necessarily know if the spirit is a man it kind of just looks like someone like a shadow and we just kind of got man vibes we never spoke to the spirit but that's what it just looks like and that something that we just grew up it was a completely normal thing in my house there was no like poltergeist activity where things were like except for one time a piece that's the second story which was gonna be like the piece the time a random piece of paper just started fluttering around the house for a minute and my dad and I it was like three in the morning and I was maybe like no more than 12 years old and my dad and I were up on the weekend because we're both night owls and he was working on his music stuff and I've always been some sort of entrepreneur. Side, <clears throat> little fun fact about me when I was in like elementary through like maybe sophomore year in high school before things got serious, like, and I had to start thinking about college, I sold phone cases. <laughs> um, I would basically order a whole bunch of phone cases and sell them at school and then I became essentially a phone case personal shopper where people would pay me to find phone cases because this was before like Amazon was really big to find phone cases for specific things specifically like at the time like Justin Bieber and things like that I would find them online send them them they would pay me the money. And like a fee for finding it and then boom so that was my first ever 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 business but yeah so I was always working on something and we were always up late and um yeah this paper just started flying around and my dad just and I just looked at each other like what the fuck is happening and yeah we never found out what it was there was never an explanation for it and yeah we haven't we never really talked about it after that maybe like a little bit after but it was the strangest thing now Then another story about spirits and other sides is that my grandmother says that when, uh, my grandfather passed away, she went to go make herself a cup of coffee in the morning. And, uh, when she made herself a cup, randomly a second mug fell out of the cabinet as if it was my grandfather. Like, are you going to make me a cup? And she made the cup because she was just like, yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna make the cup. And I always thought that was a cool story. I've remembered it ever since she told me. I think she probably only <clears throat> maybe told me it once or twice, but it was it was creepy and cute at the same time. Nonetheless, now that I've told you why I'm scared of communicating with the other side and what you know, whatever. Heebie jeebies, let's talk about the Ouija board. Because honestly, the Ouija board itself, it's not a very like old school like this, like I don't know why I'm gonna use this reference, but uh indiana jones treasure like they came across this ouija board and they started replicating it like no it wasn't like this ancient thing it was like people started hearing about it because spiritualists air quotes at the time were using this tool and some guy um basically I'm gonna give y'all the very like spark notes version of this I'm sorry if y'all thought this is gonna be like an in-depth research maybe as the podcast grows and progresses I will do a more in-depth detail of Ouija boards but because I'm already freaked out by him we're gonna get the bear we're gonna just I'm gonna give y'all information but we're not gonna go too hard but yes basically a guy in the late 1840s who was a lawyer um, who also had either a sister or a cousin who was claiming to be a medium created this thing he went to ironically enough a uh, coffin builder asked him to make the Ouija board for him and they started selling it and the thing that I think is interesting about Ouija boards is that even though nowadays so many people are turned off by them myself included but a lot of people are turned off by them for religious reasons like they said scared to talk to you like you know negative things but in when they first came out people were buying them like they were hotcakes okay people were not scared of them people were not worried about them they were more like you're now it's think about it people were going out and buying them like buying them like they were Cards Against Humanity, Monopoly, Life. Like, they were buying these boards. They were a board game. Kids were playing with them. They were at birthday parties. They were a regular toy. But uh things started getting a little bit uh creep, not creepy, but things started, the witch birds started getting a negative connotation when a lot of people started claiming that Ouija boards told them to do crimes. There was an instance where uh, two boys used a Ouija, uh, used the Ouija board and claimed it told them to kill their mothers and they killed their mothers. So when these types of things hit the news and these types of things become you know popularized, obviously there, people are going to be like, "Hell no, we're not bringing these in our house because what the fuck um, there was another instance where a woman killed her son-in-law because her daughter and her niece used it. And, you know, so it's just like once people started healing, right, these boards are starting to tell people to kill people and do crazy shit. Maybe they are evil. That's when they started taking a negative turn. Uh, so basically, before we cannot end this episode without actually talking about what a Ouija board is. So it's usually a rectangular board. Um, And it has the alphabet from A to Z. It has numbers from 1 to, I believe, 9. And the the words yes, no, hello, and goodbye on the board. You then use a planchette, which is kind of like an upside down heart-shaped item with a hole in the center so that you can see what um, letter uh you're using so sometimes you'll see people use ouija boards in movies or shows and they're using the pointed part of the planchette to say this letter or this uh what is it this word but it's actually supposed to be whatever number or letter is in that circle in that planchette shape so just a little fun fact if you ever use one also i found out that Some people say Ouija, some people say Ouija, and when they were advertising this, they even told people, it doesn't matter how you say it, Um, (laughs) it's the same thing. I believe there was an an ad that said, whether you say Ouija or Ouija, it all means good fun. And the name of the board has a little bit of controversy as to where the name of the board comes from. This particular, that guy I told you about, the lawyer, his sister slash cousin says that it meant good luck in some language some people say think that it's the combination of we oui, which is yes in French and ja which is yes in German meaning the yes yes board um, and I believe there's another theory for what it is as well but nonetheless these boards the you know like I said they were created fairly recently I know 1840 doesn't sound recently, but in the grand scheme of things, and they only very recently started getting their negative connotation associated with them, but nonetheless, they freaked me out, and they gave me the of jeebies but they started out as your basic, regular board game until some people started getting a little crazy with it, and... <laughs> then people were like, maybe we should slow our roll with these Ouija boards, which I do not blame them. Fun fact about me, I actually kicked a girl out of my college dorm for trying to bring a Ouija board in my dorm because she was like, oh, I heard you do tarot. And we thought, "You no, I don't fucking want, no, get the fuck out of here. I'll punch you because why- what? First of all, you're going to bring an unknown Ouija board into my room. I don't even know you. Like, be careful out there. Let me ask two questions. I'm going to leave the Q&A down below if you're listening on Spotify. Have you used the Ouija board? Let's hear the questions for this episode. Have you used the Ouija board? If you have, have you gotten a message, right? And what was it, if you're willing to share? Because I will share that on the Halloween episode as well. Two, um, if you're saying no, would you ever... And if not, why not? Because I want to know why, because I'm kind of on the border, you know, like sometimes I'm just like, maybe I will try this, but then I'm just like, "Eh, I don't really want to be possessed. I don't know. So let me know how you feel about it in the Q&A down below, or you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram and I'll still talk about it here on the podcast but I love y'all so much thanks for listening to this longer episode if y'all want to hear more about Ouija boards eh, in the future let me know and I'll do a more in-depth episode where I research every last bit about it and it'll probably be a way longer episode but I will do that for y'all if y'all want to hear about it but nonetheless as usual stay beautiful keep shining and I will see y'all tomorrow with another episode I love y'all bye